This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Beckinsale. Beckinsale has relished doing shows on chicken nuggets and tenders, fries and pizza slices. But you must admit it, oh, those episodes were incomplete. We butter say we're soy sorry. Oh. <laughs> Mayo, please forgive us as we now play catch up and choose which sauce is the worst assure and the best assure. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just picture one of those like posters listen, that you make out of candy no, bars, listen, but this is just gross. I'm just helping Joel with this blurb because you know that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> now it is. It's <laughs> the exact same thing. Wow. Welcome to Big Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. I'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our <laughs> end of your movie preview. <laughs> editor's note. <laughs> Patrick Rhodes mentions all the editor's notes made me oddly hungry for a beefy five layer burrito. So the, it's not the Taco Bell sound, guys. Kendall is the only one that got it right. It is the note that the Undertaker comes in in the WWE. Undertaker. Um, not Taco Bell. Hey, <laughs> guess what? I don't even know. I haven't gotten there yet. Okay. I haven't heard it. Of? I'm so sorry. Of? I haven't listened to that episode yet. Oh, oh last week's episode. I didn't listen. I didn't listen. So thank you, you, for, you thank you for listening. You were there. I mean, I lived it, but I haven't heard the editor's notes We yet. were so devastated. We recorded the episode a little bit before time, and we're like really confident. Obviously, we knew that some movies may be delayed, but when the big one that we're right, all excited for. Right after we did it. It was like a day after or something yeah. like that they announced it. So mean. Yeah. It's, I mean, also shout out to everyone that I made up comments for. I'm sorry I was so mean to us. You guys like went along with it. Great. So thank you. For, yeah, thanks for, for playing along. Yeah. Also, uh, speaking of participating and playing along, shout out to Crew Dutler on X. It's still Twitter. Uh, who made the Kip X movie post. Oh, he did? It's I haven't seen it. I didn't see it either. It's really awesome. <laughs> Go check out. This is this bad content. I'm going to show you guys. Oh, oh, that's cool. Check that out on Twitter. It's really good. <laughs> wow. Have, so, we, have we retweeted that? Uh, we, we will. Okay. After the show, Joel. Yeah. After the show. so late. Finally, apparently some uh, cards have been revoked here. Uh, Andrea Roth Harrison said, I can't believe you guys have not seen Barbie. Kent, your critic license is revoked, and you guys cannot call yourselves a pop culture podcast, one of the most talked about and biggest movies of the year, and you can't be bothered to see it. Yeah, sorry. Three. Yeah. three um, I'm waiting for streaming. White dads haven't seen Barbie. Um <laughs> We won't see a movie like that. We will, however, go see My Little Pony uh, for some reason. Makes okay. sense of that. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We're going to spread the love oh, of oh. condiments today, Joel. Yes. Yes. Um, I am strangely excited for this show. <laughs> yeah, this is this is one where it's not quite food, but it is food. Guys, it, it what makes food great. But what is a condiment? A sauce. Right. I think it's... Is it a sauce? Yeah, it's no, a sauce. A s- what, 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 like a broth? Mm, kind of, sometimes. But mostly... <laughs> yeah, oh, it, kind it of sometimes. Be, it's a sauce, could be a, a sauce. It, it, it's a sauce, could be a broth. I think it's like an unnecessary, but welcomed what? flavor addition to an existing food, right? These aren't meals in themselves. No. I mean, unless you're really hungry. I, I do know some people who uh, ate ketchup packets before. A friend. Uh, weird college uh, kids at BYU do not count. Have you ever eaten a hot dog without a condiment on there it? There was one time I did, and it was awful. Yeah, right? You just said unnecessary. Have you had a hamburger? Speaking, though, it's still a hot no dog, no condiment right? on it. It's still, it's still a hamburger. Gentlemen, it's still a hot gentlemen, dog. Gentlemen, stop bickering amongst ourselves. <laughs> I, I and go to Zach. Wikipedia, the source of all knowledge oh, and truth. Please, oh. please, please do share. Uh, this is what it says. By the way, I missed you guys. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a condiment <laughs> is a preparation 
that's weird to call it, is a preparation that is added to food typically after cooking to impart a specific flavor to enhance the flavor or to complement the dish. Uh, These can also be called table condiments or table sauce. And that is served separately from the dinner. So these are the things you'd find on the table that you would add after it was cooked. However, they can also also can be used before you cook. Joel, that's kind of what I'm saying here. I think this is, you know, you add a condiment. It doesn't change what the thing is. You have a fry. You dip it in fry sauce. It doesn't change what it is. You have a hot dog. You put ketchup on it. Weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) That's not weird. It is to me. Uh, you, you, You know, it doesn't change that it's a hot dog. It's still just a hot dog. I think these are additions right they're not they don't change the thing fundamentally yes however the term condiment comes from the latin condimentum meaning <laughs> spice seasoning or sauce okay comes so the swedish slalom <laughs> salt and pepper technically are condiments you yes. add them before but they also have them on the table where you can add them after what it's a seasoning and a sauce any season you add after they're not on the show by the way no, no, pepper? no, no, no. What about paprika? Yeah, no, no, no. Mrs. Salt. Although that is Mr. also pepper. sometimes a condiment. Blue, People blue up. <laughs> That's a show. Steve. But truly, it is kind of confusing when you start trying to nail down what a condiment is, because it could be a spice or an herb, mm-hmm. or it could be a sauce, or it could be a, a, a liquid, like a, like a broth or something like I that. I think sure. we all know it when we see it, and we know it because it's at the end of the line at Subway. Mm-hmm. If you put it at the end yeah. of the line of the so subway, oregano, I, oregano is now a condiment. Yep. I hate that you're using subway for the example, but, the, but, but that's okay. the thing. That's the thing that goes on last. You just have to get the little packets, the what? condiments. What? The little packets of the sauce, the Burger do. King. Not not a, or you like self, you like self checkout too. You want to do it yourself? <laughs> <But> <laughs> generally speaking, what we are going to be talking about here on Bacon Cell is a sauce mm-hmm. of some form. Yes. That is readily available in packet form. Most yeah. most of these, if not all of them, are available in a packet form in one way or another. Uh, or t- in a bottle that's been in your fridge for like three years. Full disclosure, yeah. don't get mad. We're not naming the specific sauces that we all know and love when we go to fast food places. Yes, yet. we are keeping things very general on this episode. Yet, there, might indeed. Fall, there might be a sequel. 2024. <laughs> We're going to talk about Chick-fil-A sauce, guys. <laughs> Look forward to that. How do you know bacon sells out of ideas? Well, we did specific <laughs> brands of sauce. First, we started with general condiments. <laughs> then we went specific. <laughs> But uh, yes, so we will be mostly talking about sauce form, condiments in yes. bottles, in packets, that type of thing that you would add after food is made. And we're keeping it in general terms. I do want to bring up one more thing. Go oh, for it. Boy. Uh, because condiments were known in ancient Rome, India, Greece, and China. These have been around for a very long time. In fact, the Romans made the condiment garum and liquamen by crushing the innards of various fish and then fermenting them in salt resulting in a liquid containing glutamic acid suitable for enhancing the flavor of food. But we have here uh, these 24 condiments that we'll be discussing 24 of the most popular general condiments in use. Yes, and uh, we are going to be tiering these, which means we have eight tier ones being the highest, <laughs> eight tier twos being the middle, and eight tier threes being I the I don't lowest. know about you guys, but this was one of the easiest shows to put together for me. It was until you messed things up, Kent. How did I mess it up? When we had, okay, so I created a list like, I don't know, six months ago. And put it out there. <laughs> you kind of did. No feedback whatsoever. Uh-huh. And then it gets to be right before we're supposed to record. And, I, and they're like, eh, why don't we cut out these two? And I'm like, sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then I tiered them. Easiest tiering I've ever done. Yeah. And Ken's like, hold on. Scrap it. Add these four really good ones oh. in. Well, yeah. You forgot fry sauce, <laughs> Joel? Fry sauce. I know. Our I regional know. audience would be really upset. Mayo chup? Kent, we had like six <laughs> vinegars on there. 
<laughs> yeah, you had so many vinegar. I put a big list. I, I went to Wikipedia, looked up Says a list the guy of who hates fish and chips. He put so much vinegar on the list. I wanted the tier threes to be easy. Yeah, but we do we do these tiering levels so that we can't give everything a passing grade and we can't give everything a terrible grade. Sure. Uh, so this was one of the hardest for me. Really? Oh, yeah, because I have so many tier ones on this list. Okay, okay, Which sure. So many, got but bumped. for me, like my tier ones, they're so versatile. They are sauces or dressings that can go on most everything. And tier two is like they're really good at that one thing and one thing only. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they're really good at it. Yeah, they're really Let's good. Let's just get into this thing. All right. I'm so I'm I'm pumped. This is gonna be good. <laughs> Here we go. Our first condiment we have is balsamic vinegar. Ooh, fancy. Oh yeah. This is a dark, concentrated, intensely flavored vinegar made wholly or partially from freshly crushed grape juice with all the skin, seeds, and stems. Why does that sound bad? Uh, well, it's just that's what they call it. What was, sure. What was the word they used? They used some word. I can't remember the word anymore, but that's what it means. It's like all that stuff fermenting together. What do you put balsamic vinegar on, you guys? Ooh, and those little uh, uh, mozzarella balls mm-hmm. with the like tomatoes yep. and caprese. And, yes, that's the word yeah. for it. I think we're going to get hungry on this show. I'm already hungry. It's a yeah. balsamic uh, vinaigrette. Yes. You know, Indeed. that's delicious on a salad, a, a balsamic reduction. And these mm-hmm. originated in Italy, and the word balsamico means balsam-like in the sense of restorative or curative, like the English word balm. And this heals wow. souls. Wow. It's a, it, but it also is a very acquired taste, meaning you put this on, like, little kids' food, for example, they'll freak out. That's just and even some adults with little kids. Who palettes. put this tar on my bread? It kind of looks like yeah. tar, doesn't it? But it's so good. Balsamic vinegar is featured on the only dish at Olive Garden I've ever actually liked. Which they had like this uh, the breadsticks. There's these little steak medallions that they put on fettuccine it's that so had the good balsamic on steak. sauce. But what uh, is it? It's no longer here. It's a great compliment to yeah. to, to red meat. Um, may, may I say the balsamic vinegar is the only palatable vinegar. It is the mm. king of the vinegars. Vinegar is a, is essential for cooking, but I, I definitely don't add it after. Uh, yeah, on its own. Well, unless it's in red, a lot red wine of these vinegar sauces. sometimes. It's not the list, but red wine yeah, vinegar. I'll vinegar, sprinkle on broccoli sometimes. Yes, malt vinegar on fish. Okay, whatever. But no, balsamic is the most pleasant of the vinegars. No, it's, it's most fancy it, the vinegars. Bacon cell proofed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is one of the most rarely used sauces on this list for me. Because mm-hmm. how often am I eating like fancy bread with balsamic on it? I guess every time salads. you're waiting at a, at a Tony Roma's. <laughs> Hold on. Mm. When's the last time you went to a Tony Roma's? Macaroni grill. Macaroni Still grill. No. I just made some of that sauce the other day for bread we were having at dinner. I'm coming over. In there. But like every time I eat it, I go, I'm going to eat this more. And then I never do. But I really enjoy it. But it's only good on a few things. It's a tier two for me. I agree with pretty much all of the things you said. Mm-hmm. It is good. Not particularly versatile, but it's good on several yeah. things. Like try to dip a fry in that. I, I, Probably I have, be good, actually. I have. It's pretty good. Uh, balsamic <laughs> vinegar tier two. It takes too long to make, guys. It takes 12 years to make this. Well, it takes you 12 they years f- to make it? They ferment it in wooden barrels for 12 years. One a minimum of 12 years. Quick trip to the store. You're done. There are three protected classes of balsamic vinegars, by the way. They're very uh, strict with this name. And honestly, I like this. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I ran out of space. Tier three. In my tier ones. And then I ran a space in my <gasps> tier twos. What? Wow. And this landed at a tier three, and I didn't. That's Rude. why I'm mad at you, Kent. It fell this, from tier one this, to tier three. This is one of the high ones with all, compared to all the other vinegars. Oh, wow. But when all that other stuff got in there, this got bumped down. I'm like, no, don't so, put balsamic down. Are you agreeing with me? It's the best vinegar. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely. The best okay. Best there we go. Best yeah. Vinegar condiment. Yes. I'm not gonna drop. I'm not gonna drop <laughs> balsamic I mean, vinegar put, in my chili. Put respect on rice vinegar's name, people. <laughs> 
Rice vinegar is also not on the list. Apple cider vinegar would like a word. Apple cider vinegar is also not on the list. Red wine. That that was on the list before, but it's not anymore. Stay close to me. So many vinegars. Next up, we have barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. (laughs) I knew you were going to do that. It was almost the intro, but we've used it for four other intros. And this is why we're talking general, because this is such a wide net. Yeah. Because you get the amazing, delicious barbecue sauces that you get at a restaurant or Mm -hmm. homemade. And then you get the ones like, you know, the craft bottles where it's like, "Ah, that passes as barbecue sauce. Yeah, it passes. For kids. Uh, by the way, uh, barbecue sauce, if you don't know, hmm. <laughs> uh, most include vinegar or tomato paste as a base, as well as liquid smoke, onion powder, and spices such as mustard and black pepper, and sweeteners such as sugar and molasses. Fun fact about barbecue sauce, it contains tomato, which is not a surprise. But also, weird fact about tomatoes, if it comes from a canned tomato puree or paste, it may contain as many as 20 fly eggs, 10 or more fly eggs in one maggot, or two maggots per 100 grams. Why are you giving heard FDA was, rules? All I heard was protein, man. <laughs> That's filling. a meal in and of itself. Filling. But this is the, the uh, America sauce. This oh. is uh, born and raised in the American colonies in the 17th century. So did like Benjamin Franklin invent this because he deserves Probably. a Nobel Peace Prize for inventing <laughs> barbecue sauce. How was this sauce made? Who was inspired to make this? The, well, they, they haven't making it, like I said, since the colonies. They, yeah. they kind of made this sauce to kind of, you know. So it really was Benjamin spice. Franklin, Paul Revere. <laughs> they all got together, signed I, Declaration of Independence. I don't know who it was, but the Georgia Barbecue Sauce Company of Atlanta Monroe. were the, one of the first commercially available sauces in 1909. So they kind of did it on their own. Oh, Everyone Sweet did their Baby own Ray. Thing. The baby Ray at the time. Sorry, put some respect on Dr. It. Baby Ray. Dr. Baby Ray. <laughs> baby Ray Cyrus? <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but different different geographical locations yeah. have different sauces. There's the Carolina. Yeah, the kind of there's a watery the one. There's like there's a, a mustardy one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so you, there's a huge variety, but here's here's the thing about your variety. Um, why are they all good? Yeah. They, they, they're di- what, what is the commonality ways? here? Right, and, and you know a sauce is good when there's so many different types. They'll cater to your taste. Yes, like you're yeah. gonna find a good one. There's, like okay, honestly, the waiter comes up to the table. Would you like vinegar on your meal? And I'd be like, what type of vinegar? If he comes up and says, do you want barbecue sauce in your meal? I just say yes, please. <laughs> well, what if he's, <laughs> he's going to say he's going to say it's a Carolina sauce? You're like, I don't really remember what the difference is. I'll take it. Yeah, you yeah. know. So essentially, I think barbecue sauce is good when it's hot. I think it's good when it's sweet. I think it's good when it's more on the vinegary side, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in every form. Even the cheap stuff out of the bottles you mentioned earlier, Joel. Like that's still good on a chicken nuggy. Yeah, like I'm I'm in all the time. This is a tier one. You know what's not good on though when you put it on your face when you're doing a photo <laughs> shoot. When you put on a face. specifically put on a hot version and you yeah. get a first degree burn from it, Kent Dunn. <laughs> not a good idea. How about that? Yeah, it's a, this is an easy tier one for me because easy it's tier one. so good. Easy tier one for me yeah, as well. We this is like it's good on meat. It's good on more meat. It's good on other meat. <laughs> is it good on? Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold, hold on. on. Is it good on anything but meat? Oh, absolutely. I, mm, I uh, have had it. On, I, I've, I've dipped fries in it before. I'm I, a barbecue sauce fry dipper. I don't yeah. eat fries in really anything but barbecue sauce. I really? Only, I only dip fries in ice cream. I have, I have in the past, don't judge me, done a barbecue sauce sandwich as well. That's it? Um, yep. Barbecue sauce between two Zach. slices of bread. I was, it was a snack as a kid. That's why you kids are weird. Barbecue on pizza. Barbecue, barbecue pizza. pizza. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Take oh, it easy. Uh, technically, that's meat as well. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Yeah, barbecue salads. Barbecue chicken. Oh, barbecue chicken salad. Oh, it's, that's chicken. Oh. Oh, okay. So it only goes with meat, but it goes with all the meat. Well, I mean, yeah. the name barbecue sauce, barbecue meaning cooking meat over an open flame. It's it's a marriage there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and who am I to stand in the way of marriage? <laughs> it's sacred. Now we have 
Dijon mustard or brown mustard? Are they different? Well, are they so the same? Uh, uh, Dijon mustard is a brown mustard, but not all brown mustards are Dijon mustards. Like oh, Dijon, they have to come from the Dijon, Dijon region of, region of, of yeah. Burgundy, France. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, this is a mixture of white wine, vinegar, water, and salt. And that's what Dijon and brown mustard Grey is. Grey Poupon. Grey Poupon is also, yes, a form of Dijon. Do you guys remember the first time you had Dijon mustard? And you're like, wait a minute. Do you remember the first time I ever got bamboozled by yeah, no, Dijon that's what I'm mustard? Saying. It's like when you're like, hey, that cookie looks good. It's raisins? Yeah, you think you're biting into chocolate chips and you get Dijon mustard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate when yeah. that Well, happens. and even all those commercials of, pardon me, do you have any Grey Poupon? And I was like, oh, yeah, I got to try that. Uh, uh. But that's that's because you probably had it at a young age when uh-huh. you were very used to, you know, neon yellow mustard. Yeah. So... While it doesn't turmeric yellow mustard, we'll get there. To, yeah, well, we will <laughs> much, much later alphabetically. But it, the thing of it is, yes, it may not meet your expectations based on that other mustard, but that doesn't mean it's not good in and of yes, itself. Yes, it does. Really, it's not good. You're, you're, you, you are anti You put this anti-taste mustard on your sandwich, and you feel good about it. Let's take your bad take and put that aside and give me some fun facts, Joel. Uh, well, I do want to give one big fun fact, and that is the fact. You know how they're snobbish about, oh, it has to come from France and the, the city of Dijon. It, it rarely ever does. It requires tons of mustard seed, like 35,000 tons of mustard seed mm-hmm. to make Dijon mustard. And 80% of that seed is imported from Canada. Yeah. Oh, um, Joel, they speak French there, too. But it is not from Burgundy, <laughs> France. It's not from Dijon. No, so it's from Quebec. It's the separatist mustard. Oh, wee wee. But this is—I uh, mean, what do you put this on, honestly? A sandwich, and it's a boring sandwich. Hot dog, roast beef sandwich. Dijon mustard. I'll start. A hot dog. Hot dog. Dijon mustard is an abomination. Yeah, but. As a condiment, it is an abomination. However, in preparation, I don't mind it as much. If it's like at the beginning of the meal when they're cooking stuff, rather than adding any after. Cooking what? Uh, there's like a, a, some sandwiches my wife makes hmm. where it's cooked in like a Dijon mustard. There's other sauces I've used where it's like part of the recipe, but not the main thing. And in those small doses, sure, it's fine. But this is a tier three. Absolute never, tier never three. Never want brown mustard. Never want Dijon. Yeah. It's a mustard, you guys. Oh, I mean, everything associated with mustard is great, and we love them as a family. Okay, I do. I grape poupon this choice. Oh, Joel. Man, you yuck. It's a mustard, <laughs> and so inherently I have to give it a positive view. I like Dijon quite a bit, especially on roast beef and Swiss. But I will give it a tier two. Because it is still a mustard. It doesn't deserve that high, oh, but that's absolutely okay. does. We could have agreed on how horrible this is. Yeah. No. Zach, just because your identification is tied to mustard. To mustard. Not I'm changing it to, to tumbling to... Dijon. <laughs> Ew. You're tasteless. Next up, we have buffalo sauce. A sauce consisting of vinegar-based cayenne pepper hot sauce and melted butter prior to serving. That's all you need. Butter and hot sauce mm-hmm. makes buffalo What's sauce. What's hot sauce? Hot sauce is like any vinegar-based kind of spicy sauce, like yeah. any pepper and okay, vinegar-based hey, hey. sauce. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah. Some people add like Worcestershire sauce, Worcestershire sauce, and garlic powder to it. Um, but this is generally put on wings. Yeah. But it can also be used in a buffalo chicken dip. It can also be used Guys, to dip chicken Buffalo and ranch mixed together. Yep. Yeah. That's yep, a yep, yep. wonderful That's relationship. It. Yeah. It is. But. Oh, it's such a great sauce. Does it for- go on anything but chicken? Pizza. With chicken. With chicken. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't. I put on hamburger sometimes. Do you? It's quite good. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, I could oh. see that. This sauce is my new hotness. I love buffalo sauce. And I put it on, I try to put it on most everything. And fries. Like I dip fries into it all the time. Huh. Yeah. And it's actually taken over. Barbecue sauce is great, but sometimes it's a little too sweet. 
And so I'll use buffalo sauce instead. One time I got bamboozled by a buffalo sauce, and I don't uh, particularly appreciate it ever since. So I was at a concert. Okay, go the on. Dave, the Dave Matthews Band. I was in a suite, and they, they had food. Was it was, it was a little too spicy for you, the well, Dave Matthews here, here's, Band? Here's Is that what's going There's on? There's nothing spicy at a Dave Matthews Band concert. <laughs> there sure isn't. Except for Scott Sprague. Um, <laughs> however, I, I, it was dark in the suite, and mm. I was like, oh, there's food over there. And I thought... Well, I thought what I was making was a lovely pulled pork sandwich with barbecue sauce. Oh, no. What I was making was a shredded buffalo chicken sandwich. Mm, that sounds when you're so expecting good. barbecue oh, sauce, it's and like you get. I'm gonna buffalo. drink this glass of water and it's Sprite, and the Sprite attacks you. <laughs> it literally, I felt whatever whatever buffalo sauce is, vinegar and hot sauce. I felt it like it's yeah vapor out of my nose. Hot sauce and butter. It was so strange, and I, like I I actually. So you started crying at a Dave Matthews Band concert. I don't really like it. What? I, I don't. You don't like buffalo it's, wings. It's high tier three, but it's a tier three for me. What? It's not my favorite. It's can't, a brilliant. It's an ag- it's an aggressive flavor. Just thinking this is a personal attack. Well, apparently. he doesn't like Dijon, neither do you. So we're just going to agree to disagree. Just, don't like, don't get spiteful. <laughs> like just because I don't like your sauce. Don't get spiteful with the spice. Don't get okay? saucy. Don't get saucy. I tried not to make that joke this whole time. Too late. I am also giving this a tier one. But wait, he gave it a tier three. No, you gave it a tier one. I haven't yet, but of course oh, we all know he's of going to. My eyes are saying tier one right <laughs> over here. I think you have buffalo sauce like dripping off your chin. Yeah, right it, now. it really hurts actually. Uh, no, but buffalo sauce. I when that's on a menu, when I see like, oh, this is a chicken in a buffalo sauce. I'm like, yeah. oh yes, I will try that. I love dipping it in ranch, of course, which is an additional sauce. Mm-hmm. My mouth is watering right now. This was kind of one where I debated whether I wanted it in tier one, only because it is so singular in the sense of it is buffalo chicken sauce. Right. Doesn't really, I don't really drizzle this on anything else, but the fact remains, this is a draw for me whenever I go out to totally. eat. Totally. Buffalo chicken dip is my go-to, like in a crock pot. It's my go-to thing I bring to any uh, sports parties. I got to invite you to sports and parties. I, I don't even love it. I, I, it but you just fine. know everyone else likes it. But it's, you it's take one popular for the and I like it. I just don't love it. And it did get bumped. It's worth loving. On this list. Let it go. Many things in this world. We're going to do some meditation therapy to get over the uh, pulled pork incident. Many things in this world are not worth loving, and this is close to that list. I love it so much. I'm glad we got over the personal sauce attacks. (laughs) We're not done. Speaking of personal, we're talking butter. (laughs) (laughs) Before you guys jump in, here's why butter counts. Papa John's has a packet of butter sauce. So we're talking butter sauce, KFC. That is garlic butter. Okay, is it really? It's butter. No, like when we said butter, it's butter. This is the stuff you dip like lobster or crab into mm-hmm. as you're eating it. Yeah. And oh, man. You do put it on corn as an afterthought. You spread like it. it as an like, afterthought. You knead it on well, corn. That's what I'm saying is like it's the after. You don't cook it in butter. Yeah. Although yes. some people do and it does turn out pretty good. But people always roll it in butter after. So that's um, kind of the concept. You know, you spread it on toast. Oh, right. by the way, it's, this it's is a toast. Da- this is a dairy product made from the fat and protein components of churned cream. Mm. <laughs> Yummy. It is made by turning milk or cream to separate the fat globules from the buttermilk. I feel, I feel personally attacked for some reason. We did an entire show on vegetables, and the show became about butter. Yeah. <laughs> That's how good butter is. And by the way, I don't know if I've ever mentioned bread on Bacon Cell before, but bread. Bread? With butter? Oh, my goodness. Just straight up bread with butter. Yeah. That's Nothing all you else. need. That's an amazing condiment. Mm. You, know what, you know what else is good? Butter with things in it. Right, like any mm. any type of uh, Go on. cinnamon butter. Oh. I've, had, I've had raspberry butter. That's oh, good. Man. I've you know you can have uh, oregano all, butter. These garlic are all butter. variations on the butter. This is straight up butter. Yeah, butter. This butter. isn't garlic butter. This isn't raspberry no, you, butter. You can put, this isn't honey butter. This is butter. Have you ever butter kid, bread? Have your kids ever want like uh, spaghetti noodles with butter on it? It's actually yeah. quite good. So good. 
But yeah, it tastes like kind of a low, yeah. very light. Butter Alfredo. wouldn't even ruin a fr- if if your French fry or chicken tendy touch butter, it wouldn't even ruin it. You'd no. be like, oh, that's okay. Oh, butter is welcome all the time. <laughs> Hold on, let me try to think of a time butter's not welcome. Salad. Mm, I'd have butter, butter on salad. salad. <laughs> uh, potato salad. <laughs> no, I'd have butter on salad, no problem. Oh, by the way, do you guys know the difference in butter sticks between the east uh, east of the Rockies and west of the Rockies? No, is one more salty? No, like east of the Rockies, it's like a thinner, elongated rectangle. And then west of the Rockies, it's the shorter, taller rectangle. Mm, There's a different way of packaging just because of how they cut it back in the day. And they've stuck That's with awkward. it. That is mm. a peak fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's butter. So it's tier one. Absolutely. Right? It's butter. It is not tier one. It is. What? Okay. I know you're trying to be like, oh, I got to save room for tier ones. But you know it's a tier one in no, your heart, no, though. The, the, well, my heart it definitely has a lot of butter in it. <laughs> But this was a sad bumping down once again because it got bumped down from a tier one and then it got bumped down from a tier two because oh. Kent's fault. But no, when I think of butter as a condiment, I don't think of it as a condiment. It is something I cook things in. I saute onions in it. I cook uh, chicken in it. Like, you know, I can do these things and it makes it taste so good. Mm-hmm. This is not something I drizzle on after and Let's say, oh, I will drizzle on this butter. Butter is as automatic and add to food as salt and pepper. Yeah. What is, what is butter without salt? What is butter without honey? What is butter without garlic? It's creamy fat. What more do you need? It is. It's the first coat of paint on your toast. Guys, I'm just trying to justify why I gave it a tier three. I know. It's rude. You, you, it's not our fault you messed up. You got no, some raspberry jam. It's your fault. I'm going to put some butter it. there. I didn't ruin anything. Butter's did, down the list. Oh, you put raspberry jam because butter in itself was not enough. Oh, it was I a tier have, one. He I can have add, butter on toast all day long. He didn't add eight things. He did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I know. Why isn't this show my fault? Tw- twice you went from tier one. To, oh, it's tier three now. Why are we talking like it's three o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Justice for butter. Justice for butter. Just us for butter? That too. Next up we have cocktail sauce. Generally consists of, at a minimum, ketchup or chili sauce mixed with prepared horseradish. Which is not on this list. However, lem- however lemon juice, Worcestershire sauce, and Tabasco sauce are common additives. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. We already did our England show. Do you guys like shrimp cocktails? I like shrimp. <sighs> like crispy shrimp, right? I like shrimp. Ew, you like the the, the sure. gross ones? The what? The cold? The you cold like the shrimp? unbreaded, yeah, cold shrimp? Yeah. yeah I, I prefer hot uh, shrimp. I do prefer hot shrimp, but I like cold shrimp. Yeah, I don't mind those. Yeah. Do you like them in the, in the glass? Cocktail sauce? I uh, the cocktail sauce to me adds adds the necessary variety. Like I could eat I could eat two shrimps and be like, I don't want this flavor anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I get like an old flavor profile reset when you get the cocktail sauce. <laughs> By the way, reset. so then now, I can eat what, like 10. You got, wait, when you guys think of cocktail sauce, like what are you thinking? Yeah, it's like the kind of the red. It looks like marinara, smooth, but yeah. it's... Yeah, yeah that, but uh, it's so actually over in Europe and around there, it's mayonnaise mixed with tomato sauce, similar to fry sauce. That's what they call cocktail sauce. Oh, Ooh. I like that. Whereas we here in America do like, the one with the horseradish and the chili sauce. I like that it has that little bit of bite to it from the horseradish. Mm. No? Disagree? Oh, d- no. Hard pass. I'm, it's not on here, but I hate horseradish. Yeah. I hate it. I worked at Sizzler. We served a lot of shrimp, don't you know? Which mm. means we served a lot of cocktail sauce. And so I've, it, it's like ingrained in my senses. I've smelled it so much. The problem is like shrimp. I do like cold shrimp, but mm-hmm. I like it with something and I don't like cocktail sauce. So like what else do you drip? What else do you I'll dip tell you shrimp what, in? Butter. Butter. Butter, garlic, butter. and garlic. Yeah. yeah. Garlic, That's butter, a, lemon. Your, your tier three butter. Remember Not that? Not just straight butter. Justice for butter. <laughs> no, here's the thing. <laughs> cocktail sauce is only meant for one type of food and that shrimp. And I don't even think it does it that well. This is an easy tier three for me. Yeah. This is an easy tier three for me as well. I hate cocktail <laughs> sauce. I hate horseradish. So anything with horseradish in it is going to be a tier Why three most likely. we agree on tier threes? 
different pellets? Maybe. Maybe. Well, well we are now. It's a tier three. I it don't really. Hey. And I, a tease. I have Justice put, for cocktail sauce. I have put so many gallons of cocktail sauce into tiny black two ounce cups. I could I'd be fine if I never saw it again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It's gross. Can we all agree it's gross? It's gross. Agreed. Now we have fry sauce. Usually a combination of one part tomato ketchup and two parts mayonnaise. I think those are the boring fry sauces. I like when my fry sauces get a little bit, you know, like a little, little pickle juice or a little onion powder. Or basically like barbecue sauce. No. Like see, the hickory sauce at the training hickory table, sauce everybody. Training table, the yum, ultimate yum, yum. dipping sauce at JCW's, which is just a ripoff of training tables. You know, the, the more barbecue-y sauce at uh, like a Red Robin. Mm-hmm. Uh, those to me aren't the same thing. Yeah, they're not the same I'm thing. talking like, we're but, getting really regional here, uh, like Greek burger places. You know, you oh, think, you know, absolutely. Crown Burger, Apollo hey, Burger. Save burger. it for the next show. Uh, <laughs> we're going to get there. You should do that. But isn't it sad that most of the world knows it, or do they know it, as mayo chip? Mayo chip or pink sauce? Well, no, here's the no, thing. Pink sauce you, is you said most of the world really? can't. Yeah, it's you gross. said most of the world, but you are incorrect, my friend. Hmm. Because while people say, oh, this is a Utah thing, this is a Utah thing, the Argentinian salsa golf is mostly, most likely the first ketchup and mayonnaise sauce invented in 1920s. Argentina has salsa golf. That's what they call it because it's the golf. It's the sauce they. You're use. saying a lot of words, and I'm trying salsa to understand. Salsa golf. Them. Okay, salsa golf. Because it was at golf clubs, and they made this sauce, and so they called it salsa golf. Um, huh. And if you don't know what fry sauce is, really, it's non-chunky Thousand Island. Thousand Island dressing without the or yum chips. yum sauce in Japan, or uh, sauce cocktail in France and in Tur- Turkish restaurant. Turkish restaurants in France and in Germany, they have red white, which is sold in toothpaste style tubes. With the red and white mayonnaise not being mixed coming out. It looks like toothpaste and then you mix it up. Oh, cute. Yeah. And uh, so this is like a worldwide, and there were a bunch of others too, worldwide thing where people use this sauce. But in Utah, we popularized the term fry sauce for yeah, the same is type so of sauce. so general. And uh, some say it may have been invented in 1955 by Marty McFly. No, yeah. uh, at Stan's Drive-In, which was a franchise of Arctic Circle. So Arctic Circle technically invented That makes a lot of sense. Sauce. I'm going to play my hand here for uh, future condiments. I mean, this is a mayo-based sauce. Two wrongs make a right. Fry sauce really? is good. Yeah. Oh, not a huge ketchup so guy. I'm not, say, I'm not saying anything, anything specific. We all know that you think that mayo is the stuff that comes out of your face. I know. <laughs> Whoa, well, come on. We're having such a good time. On. It's on the everyone, every teenager's bathroom mirror. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Sorry. But you, 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 you like fry sauce. Uh, fry sauce. If, uh, if barbecue sauce is not available, I will ask for fry sauce. In fact, when I go places and they give me free fry sauce, I'm like, I'm good. I'm settled. It's a tier two. Oof. Okay, tier two. It's a tier one for me. Absolute tier one. It's a necessity. It's a sauce I I need in my life you all the time. It. I have specific like a, a taste palette for specific fry sauces. I've got you know I can already think of two. They're like my top two. Are we tearing? Hold on. Are we tearing fry sauces in season ten? With, with no. the big crispy onion rings. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. So delicious. I like onion rings. But I love fry sauce. It is a tier one. Thank you. It is. I'm sorry. Guys. It is sad to dip my fries in anything else. It like really if, is. if it's just ketchup, I'm like okay. Mm-hmm. If it's just barbecue sauce, I'm like okay. Add a little mayo in either one of those, and all of a sudden it's like this is what fries were made for. <laughs> Although it's funny because in Portugal they have a fry sauce, quote unquote, and it was literally just kind of like mayonnaise. Like you just dip it in mayonnaise. And Ooh. I was like, that's not a hot take. I'm okay with that. Uh, all right. We move on to honey mustard. Uh-oh, another mustard. Uh, Zach, I love it. Zach Everything affiliated with mustard is good. If you don't know, listener, honey mustard is the nickname of my wife. Now, we are not tearing her. It's such a great term of we endearment. We are not tearing her. We are tearing She's the tier sauce. One. We are tearing... Uh, now, let me give the yeah. honey mustard, guys. Here's the definition. 
It is a blend of mustard and honey. What? What? He wears sunglasses. <laughs> That's it. This is like a refined sauce for for the yeah people with re- refined palates for chicken tendies. Like you have some nice crispy chicken tendies. You dip them in honey mustard. You're living life. Alice Springs chicken, Kent. It's a honey oh, mustard. It's so good. Excuse me. I'm drooling so much on this show. <laughs> By the way, I have some just general mustard facts I want to give because, you know, we're going to have a couple mustards on here. The term mustard, do you guys know where that came from? Go on. It is. I, I figured out the term. Remember, I couldn't remember the term before for yeah. the grape, the stems and the seeds and the skins all together. Yeah. It's called the must. It's that ferment, unfermented grape juice. And then they ground it with mustard seeds to make burning must or must ard. Oh, now we know. Yeah. Now, you know, it's burning grapes. Huh. That's um, what it means. I do think it's it's really nice, but I would never just eat honey mustard on like a hamburger or even just fries on their own. Would you put it on a salad? Some people use a honey mustard dressing. Yeah, I've done that, and it's we fine. Serve that, but, at the restaurant. but for me, it is chicken fingies, chicken tendies. It's perfect. Yes, but sure. that makes it tier two because it doesn't go on everything. There is a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit bizarre when and you are buffalo eating. sauce got a tier one. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> go on everything again. For me, it does. <laughs> Your logic is flawed. everything. When you have a let's say a chicken tender basket, or you've got mm-hmm. chicken tenders and fries, and you get a honey mustard, um, you dip the chicken in, and it's this perfect compliment. It tastes yeah. so good. If you dip the fries in though, it's it, there's something that's a little bizarre. They're a little too sweet. It feels for it. a little yeah. bit weird. Yeah. 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 But still, the experience of dipping it, uh, you know, dipping chicken in it is so good. Um, this is my go-to when I order chicken nuggets from any fast food place. I, I ask for a honey mustard sauce if they have it. It's one of my favorite mustards and a tier one for me, easy. Okay. And you gave it a tier two, Kim? Tier two. Yeah. I'm, I'm also going to give this a tier two. Okay. It, this is the better version of Dijon. Like if they say Dijon, I'm like, no. They say honey mustard, I'm like, yes. Mm-hmm. Well, Dijon has the, I guess, the downside of, of some Being mustards, gross. which is it's a little bit more on the grainy side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, more spicy side, too. You know, or like, you know, we're not talking about like whole grain mustard, you know, which is good on a brat, and that's about it. But um, honey mustard is it's oftentimes, you know, smooth and, and generally on the sweeter side. I think it works in its favor. Yeah. I love honey mustard. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> You writing a poem to honey mustard? I could. I love honey mustard. Wait, are we, talk- wait, are we talking about your wife or the I sauce? I love honey now? mustard so much, I nicknamed my wife after it. You had to give it a tier one. I, I, I love it. It's not a, it's not a forced tier one. Bias. It's a real tier one. Now we have hot sauce. Now, did you guys ever just confuse hot sauce and salsa back in the day and yeah. just interchange the two? I mostly no? just say hot sauce. I never go salsa. Well, because hot sauce is uh, made from chili peppers and other ingredients, usually vinegar. Like when you think about it, it's like salt, vinegar, peppers. Here's what I'm picturing in my head. Tabasco. Yes. Cholula. Yes. Tapatio. Yes. Okay. Louisiana. That's okay. Great. That's all in there. And they, they, the difference really comes from the different peppers they use, whether they use cayenne, chipotle, habanero, jalapeno. It, it depends. Like, mm-hmm. And Tabasco sauce, I actually have been to the Tabasco factory in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. And it was just fascinating to be like, that's all it is is vinegar, pepper, salt, and then let it age in a barrel wow. for a long time. Okay. Team Cholula for life. I was going to ask. That's the go-to. I'm Cholula over Tabasco. So you have a big stuff burrito. Cholula on Cholula, every bite. for sure. Little, uh, a few drops on every bite. Tabasco has saved many a, a, a terrible scrambled egg mm-hmm. at like a, like a social event when I was young. But Cholula is my go-to. For I, sure. I agree. Well, and Tabasco was king for a long time. Like they've been around since 1868. But then Frank's Red Hot Sauce has surpassed it now to be the Which most is essentially buffalo sauce. sauce, right? Yeah. Well, no, there's Frank's Red Hot Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, but which Red, is different. Red Hot, it's similar to that. Have you guys tried Mike's Hot Honey Sauce? It's hot honey. It's spicy honey. Yes, I have. It's so good on pizza. Because uh, it's hot sauce and honey. Yeah. It's so good. Well, in this hot sauce, I mean, 
people put it on uh, jambalaya, like rice dishes, uh, and then eggs. People eggs, put this on eggs as sure. well. Mm-hmm. Big one. What else do they put hot sauce on? I've had the, I've had terrible eggs at like a, a continental breakfast at a hotel. Mm-hmm. Like the only thing that saves it is is just any hot sauce. Yeah. That said, um, it's a tier three for me. A tier three because it got bumped down. I don't really. Yeah, it was one of one of my victims. It was a tier two what are until Kent can, changed Kent everything. Yep, yep. <laughs> yep. And so naturally, I had to. I read your I was out of town. I read everything. your pal. <laughs> no, I, I, you know, I don't really lean toward the hot sauces because you know I've got the acid reflux thing going on. Yeah. So I got oh. gentle with it. The buffalo sauce thing makes sense. Buffalo as well, okay. but but I'll, I'll take I'll take like a Cholula or a Tabasco or most hot sauces over like Tapatio. I'll take that over a buffalo sauce mm-hmm. any day. Um, that said, it's still a tier three. I'm going to give it a tier two because I seek it out when I can. I seek it out when I go to a burrito place, but that's it. I mean, I'll put it on eggs sometimes, but those are the only things I'll eat it with. Yeah. And so tier two, pretty safe. I'm giving it tier two as well. Mm-hmm. I do really enjoy putting this on eggs. Uh, it's it's quite good. And I, uh, even though that, that Harley Quinn movie was not that great. That did kind of... That sandwich. Truthfully, that made me start putting hot sauce on my eggs. Remember when I reviewed the movie, all I did was talk about the sandwich. Yeah. And yeah. now I like that's a thing where I'm like, I need a little hot sauce on this egg. Yeah. And it's quite tasty. So um, mix it in mayo, put it on your chicken tendies. Ooh, that could be good. Yep. Are we going to go tendies or fingies? Chicken fingies, chicken tendies. Nuggies. I've never been a chicken fingies person. But you, you like fingies on your hand. Fingies are on your hand. But tendies. Tendies. In your hand. Or nuggies. Fingies on the hand, tendies in the hand. I'm a grown adult man, <laughs> but I don't often act like it. Next, we have ketchup. Uh, made from tomatoes, sugar, ketchup. vinegar, and, and seasonings and spices. Usually, they use things like onion, uh, onion powder, allspice, coriander, cloves, cumin, garlic, and mustard. And sugar. Yes. Which is sh- what this mostly Sugar, is. vinegar, tomatoes is kind of the base of any ketchup. And, and sugar. I saw yes. a, uh, a video online with this guy who's like a health health food guy, air quotes. He's like, if you don't like the no sugar added ketchup, then you don't actually like ketchup. You like sugar. And I'm like, uh-huh. Yep. I love That's the simple the thing. I love simply ketchup, though. It's the nope, I just like sugar. Version. How much of the human body is made up of water? M- most 70%. 70%. How much of your body, Joel, is made up of ketchup? 75. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> you love ketchup so much. Okay, so this has been a running gag since I was a kid. Like yeah. that I would put ketchup on everything. And indeed, back in the day, I did put ketchup on everything. As I've grown, ketchup is still an integral part of my life. <laughs> but I have grown to like that I'm just a sauce person. Like yeah. sauces in general, whether it be barbecue sauce or ranch or or ketchup or hot sauce, like whatever sauce I can put on there, I probably will put it on there. Yeah. But I will say this. Uh, tomato ketchup was not the original ketchup. Yeah. Originally, the, the term ketchup was for mushroom ketchup. That was like the big thing is what they made back in the day. I it, want that. It was once made with pickled fish, which has now kind of become Worcestershire. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. And it's from the Chinese word ketchup, which means ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> what does it mean? No, that, that's the oh, thing. fish is that, sauce. Is that why cats? No, they have like, there's that whole, you know, the, the terms. Some people claim they came up with other yeah. people. It's kind of unclear where it originally came from. But the term ketchup appeared first in 1682. And back in the day, it referred to uh, a recipe that used egg whites, mushrooms, oysters, grapes, mussels, and walnuts, hmm. which I don't think I want to try that sauce. But then they came out with tomato ketchup. And fun fact, you may remember this from our vegetable show. Uh, people were afraid of tomatoes back in the day because they yep. thought they were nightshade. They thought they were poisonous. I still think that. So ketchup was actually more popular in the United States before tomatoes were. Like people were eating ketchup mm. and being like, oh, this is good. And it's then they, tomato then they, death sauce. Then they met the tomato. 
And yes, uh, it was a thing that uh, farmers made. Yeah. Like initially, that was the kind of thing is the farmers would make the tomatoes, including uh, F and J Heinz when they made their tomato ketchup. And then when they finally launched it, it's like, this is commercially available ketchup. The slogan was, blessed relief for mother and the other women in the household. Because they didn't have to make homemade ketchup anymore. That was the tagline? Yeah, it's, they, they weren't great at slogans back in 1876. Yeah, apparently not. But it, it apparently worked because 97% of households have ketchup in the fridge. Only 90? In 97. Oh, 97, okay. Yeah. When, when was ketchup first produced by Heinz? Uh, 1876. So they just made a huge batch. And we still have those they, same bottles. We're still in those same bottles. <laughs> no, it's like it's like sourdough bread, you know? It's the, it's that uh, starter. They just keep that. Yeah, there's something there's something special and unique about every household's like hard film layer on their ketchup in, yeah. the, in their fridge. <laughs> there's that slight uh, water separation. Uh, fun fact, my uh, ketchup never gets that because it runs out way too quickly. Holy cow. From you or the kids? Uh, a combination. Okay. Uh, I, I'm never going to be upset about ketchup. Like if I have fries... I need a sauce. Yeah. Right? I think it's essential. And when I have ketchup, I'll put a little pepper in it. Yeah, I try to mix it up a little bit. But ketchup is, is fine. It's just, it's just like my ninth choice for fries. No, I think you're having an issue because it's one of your greatest fears. It's it's half of my second greatest fear. It's half. <laughs> like on its own, ketchup it's on fine. eggs is but Kent's the, the worst combination fear. is so toxic. It is one of the best combinations in the world. Oh, you eat it right in front of me all the time. I do. Out of spite. I wake up in the morning, just go over to Ken's house, that, ring the doorbell. I'm hurt. He opens the door and I'm just sitting on his doorstep eating ketchup I don't eggs know why. We've with been a to shark breakfast behind way me. too many times with a shark behind you. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, you guys seen the term fancy ketchup on yeah. little yes. packets? Like when you, yes. go to, when you go to a continental breakfast. Silly. Yeah. And you're like, fancy ketchup? What? It's in packets. But that actually means that it has a higher tomato solid concentration than other USD grades. So that is like oh, more, to grade. more tomatoes in that when it says fancy ketchup. Hmm. So there you go. Tier two. Tier two for me as well. Us. It's 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 good, but I, I'm not actually a ketchup fan. This is like an honorary tier two. It's a personal tier three. Yeah. But I actually bumped this up because I respect that it is... Well liked by by the, the, the grandfather of it the is, sauce. It is, household it is like condiment. It's a super yeah. important. It sauce. is the condiment. I mean, it, truly, it, uh, so many of these condiments are a variation of ketchup. Maybe more vinegar, maybe less. Mm-hmm. And so it is the grandfather. Every once in a while, when I'm like at McDonald's, and for some reason I haven't ordered a shake to dip my fries in, um, I'm like I have to dip them in something, and I have them in ketchup, and I go, you know what? This is really actually pretty good. I don't know why I don't do this more often. It is weird how it's mostly on greasy fried foods mm-hmm. is what ketchup goes on. You think about anything you dip ketchup in. It works in, well. That. The flavor profile it works well with salty french fries. I don't condone ketchup on a hot dog. I think that they don't belong on hot dogs. I absolutely love a hot um, dog. Apparently, if you're over eight, you were not supposed to have ketchup yes. on a hot dog. Yeah, I don't care. I don't follow your rules. Really, it's not my rules. Although I do ketchup and mustard. I don't, I don't like one or the other. You others, need mustard on there for I, sure. I do both. It's good on hamburgers. You know, I'm never going to say no to it. So tier two. Joel, you're obviously tier one. Obviously tier one. This is this, <laughs> this is my uh, Kent's barbecue sauce. This yeah. is my mustard defense from Zach. This yeah. is this is my so, identity. So is Joel, part ketchup. It is your, your identity. Your number one sauce is is ketchup. Yes. My number one sauce. Well, yes. My number one sauce is basically all the mustards. And it's yours. Kent is yours. Barbecue, barbecue sauce, sauce or barbecue is it sauce. buffalo? It's a mix. You put them together, even better. Ooh, right. that sounds good. Oh, buffalo so barbecue good. sauce. Yeah. Right. I'll, I'll tell you places where they mix it together. It's really good. But truth be told, it depends on the meal, too, because some some things like I would never put ketchup on a steak ever. Actually, a really good steak. You don't need any sauce. Yeah. But I do barbecue sauce before I put pet ketchup on a steak. Huh. Yeah. Salad. Ketchup and salad. Mm, I've done it before on a dare. Ew. On a dare. On a dare. <laughs> my, my friends used to exploit the fact that I like ketchup. Be like, ooh, try it on a graham cracker. And I'm mm-hmm. like, 
okay. And I eat it. I'm like, there well, I ate yeah, it. It's, it's not gross. It's not fear factor. We're going with here. It's, <laughs> it's just, just food. I won't do it, man. Oh, I can't. Next up, we have ketchup with an accent. It's marinara. A tomato sauce, <laughs> usually made with tomatoes, garlic, herbs, and onions. Oh, the first Italian cookbook to include tomato sauce, Lo Scalo alla Moderna, was written by an Italian chef and was published in two volumes in 1692 and 1694. This is an old okay. sauce. However, it's a fake sauce. What? What? I, the name for marinara in some areas of Central Italy is uh, sugo finto, meaning fake meatless sauce. Oh, okay. Really? There's no meatballs. Yeah. yeah. You know what I don't like when you go to those custom pizza places like Mod or Blaze or whatever, <laughs> and they have uh, marinara and red sauce. And red sauce is the basic marinara for some mm. reason. I don't know what's going on. I don't care for it. It's too confusing. Marinara, you generally get on breadsticks. Also, mozzarella sticks. It's good with those. But I can't think of much else. I mean, sure, spaghetti, pasta. But to me, that feels like it's part of the ingredients. More so than a condiment. No, yeah. I, and I think that marinara definitely has its place on pasta. But to me, that's part of the meal. I don't mm-hmm. really think of marinara as a condiment. You know, and you know, like, like, a like, like a yeah. packet of marinara. I'm not going to squeeze a packet of marinara. No, but you go to like a Papa John's once again with all their sauces. They usually give you marinara cup. Yeah, yeah. I, that's I, that's why I allowed it on the list because you made a good case for the breadsticks mm-hmm. and you crazy and you bread. also cried. But that could have been because I was eating ketchup and eggs on your doorstep. <laughs> With a shark behind you. But I'm giving this a tier two because it's not one of the first sauces I'll go to, but it is a sauce that I appreciate. Yes. Uh, basically the same. It's tier two. Um, I'm not a huge fan of ketchup with a godfather. Um, mm. Tier three for me. Really? Marinara? What no. do you put on your pasta? Uh, I don't. Really. Alfredo? Uh, because of my... Oh, he can't reflux, eat Alfredo. I can't He'll really die. eat sauces too much. But even then, I, I, I would just kind of rather eat a breadstick dry than have it with marinara. <gasps> Not a big fan. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks? Dry? No. no. Dry? I, I Oh, you can't eat those either. If I get if I get uh, you know tired of a mozzarella stick, then I'll dip it in marinara just Wait, to change it up. At what point in the mozzarella stick do you get tired? Because that thing is like three and a half inches, right? You're <laughs> like, you not, know, I'm three-fourths away through It's not so much this. on the individual mozzarella stick. Uh-huh. It's like after the seventh mozzarella stick. That's too much. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> now we have mayonnaise. Mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is a perfect introduction. Is an emulsion of oil, egg yolk, and an acid, which could be vinegar or lemon juice. What? Mayonnaise seems to have appeared for the first time in 1806. Questionable of when and where it appeared, but most people agree it it appeared in Mahon in in Spain. So Mahones. Shame on them. Uh, but you can make this with by hand. If you guys want to make this by hand, all you need is just you put an egg yolk in, and then you slowly add oil, and then you whisk vigorously, and that turns it into mayonnaise. You can make it by hand. You just you, you grab no, parts of your face, no, and you pop no. the part. Oh, that's an art circle. Sorry. Oh, by the way, this is a, this is the selling point. I shouldn't say selling point. This yeah, is what they ahead. say on Wikipedia. Yeah, this thick, cold, and creamy sauce is commonly used on sandwiches, hamburgers, composed salads, and French fries. I don't think that's a very good selling point. No, but it also is the base. For many good other sauces, such as tartar sauce, fry sauce, remoulade, salsa golf, ranch dressing, and rue. I can handle mayo on things. Like I get the spicy chicken sandwich at McDonald's. And if I don't ask uh, for sauce to be removed, I'll handle a little bit. But when it's dollops, like for example, at what's the, um, what's the sandwich place I don't like? Uh, Jimmy John's. Jimmy John's. They put no, dollops. That's Literally, not mayonnaise. That's cold cream like oh. your mom used to put on her face. <laughs> yeah. That's it that really is. They call it cold cream, don't I they? I don't know, but it's not yeah. mayonnaise. I felt targeted against my mom, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
But this is this is a basic sauce for me. Mm-hmm. And this one, honestly, this one and butter were competing for that last slot in the tier two. Yeah. Or in the tier two. And this made it into the tier two because I thought, you know what? I put mayonnaise on sandwiches and in fry sauce more than I do butter. And so that's why it's a tier two for me. Just kind of barely eked in there. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of butter versus mayonnaise, you ever done a grilled cheese with mayo instead yes. of butter? Ew. Butter. It's quite good. It's Ew. Butter. No, it's better. It's butter or it's better? It's better. What are you saying? That's butter. <laughs> <laughs> but is the better butter bitter? But I'm still not sure. <laughs> but it's, it's a versatile sauce. Like like you said, it's in so many other good things, but on its own, bleh. tier three. I say that mustard's my favorite sauce, but yeah. I might as well be tumbling mayo. I love Ew. mayo so much. I put mayo on a lot. It's it's great. Big fan. Best foods. What do you what is give the it best then? food? Oh, tier one. <laughs> we just got a straight. One, two, three. Oh, hey, check us out. Thanks. <laughs> I love mayo. Mayo? Put mayo on my bun for, for hot dogs. What? For brats? Do you dip fries in mayo? I have. Get off the show. <laughs> That's no, disgusting. you put mayo on completos. It's like the, the uh, South American hot dogs. It's quite good. <laughs> no. Mm. Don't try it. I like it on Don't knock it until you try it. I like it on corn. Oh. It goes on corn. Okay. It's, it's delicious. Egg, it's egg yolks and oil. I know, It's but it's still so weird. All right. Next up, we have... Mayo's Wario? I don't know. What even is this? It's Miracle Whip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The tasty whip of Miracle Whip is made from water, soybean oil, high fructose corn syrup, vinegar, modified cornstarch, egg, salt, natural flavor, mustard flavor, potassium sorbate, spice, and dried garlic. So natural. Potassium sorbate. No, this, this was invented as the less expensive version of mayonnaise. It came out in the Chicago World's Fair in 1933. And it was kind of like, okay, oh, mayonnaise is expensive. Here's an alternative. Here's our day old sweet mayo. <laughs> the sweetness comes from the corn syrup. The, the tangy zip. Who wants sweet mayo? The tangy zip of Miracle Whip. Blech. No, and it's, it's actually named after the machine that made it. Like there was a machine that, that kind of mixed the ingredients together it's and the blended Miracle it up. Whip. And they called it the Miracle Whip, which became the Miracle Whip sauce. And it does have less, uh, it, it's using less oil than mayonnaise. So it has about half the calories. Hmm. It's the healthy. Do you think it's it's a mayo that people had to be raised on for them to prefer that over regular mayo? I do know in the late two thousands they tried to appeal to younger audiences with advertisements in video games such as Skate Three, which included a dedicated trick contest and achievement called "Don't Be So Mayo." And Kraft paid Lady Gaga to include Miracle Whip in the music video for her song "Telephone," and she did. She did. She sold out to Miracle Whip. Well, she's Lady Gaga. It held her dresses together. Given the choice, however, between putting mayo or Miracle Whip on my sandwich, Miracle Whip 100% of the time. Wait. Oh, I you're am, Team Miracle Whip. I am Team Miracle Whip. Well, on sandwiches, absolutely. I never understand. They can't legally call it mayonnaise because of the, the ingredients involved isn't like legally mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. So they call it a salad dressing. Why would anyone put this on a salad? I do not understand why this would be why on a salad. Why would you put it on anything? And it says also it can be a condiment for fruits and vegetables. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. This is a sandwich. Uh, this is my favorite thing to put on a sandwich is Miracle Whip and mustard. That is my sandwich. Ew. But uh. it's a tier two because it's definitely not as condimenty as other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Can't. It's condimental. It's a tier three. <laughs> of course. No, you have no additional like for no. Do you, do you put it above no, mayo at all? It's sour mayo. <laughs> it's sweet. It's it's mayo zip of with miracle a, with whip. a less eggy taste and more sour. Mm. I love. I whip. I grew up in a mayonnaise household. 
There, it isn't it funny how I like did. people are divided among this? Yeah. So there, actually, we should put out a poll. We should. Maybe <laughs> yeah. that's the teaser. Miracle yeah. <laughs> versus Mayo. When I was, I think, in the first or second grade, um, after school, I would go to a lady in the neighborhood's house. Um, you know, until my, my parents were off work and you know, they were a miracle whip household. Mm-hmm. And so that was my first kind of experience with it. And I put it, you know, she put it on a sandwich and I'm like, oh, this is, this is really good. What's different about this? And I found out it was the miracle the whip. The tangy zip of miracle whip. One time, one time I decide, hey, that miracle whip stuff's pretty good. So I make sure no one's looking and I sneak over to the fridge with a spoon. Oh, no. no. And I go, I want that in my mouth. You thought it was pudding? <laughs> and I grab it like it's like it's a snack pack, and I eat a whole giant spoonful of Miracle Whip. And since that day, I do not like it very much. <laughs> yeah, overdose would kind of do I it. Did. Um, but I did. I think Miracle Whip is, is good. Uh, not, not great to me, but it's good. And apparently, and I might be giving away some trade secrets here, my... my Mother-in-law makes a wonderful like deviled egg yes. potato salad. Oh, it's so good in deviled eggs. And if you, you she no. uses half mayo, half Miracle Whip, it gives yep. it a tangy zip. Yep. It's, it's delicious. So for that, I'm going to give it a tier two. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's a big setup for a tier two. No, I knew where he was going with it. He, he was walking that fine line. <laughs> we don't want to offend a, the mayo that's people. That's a or slippery the line, the line with a, a mix of mayo and Miracle I actually <laughs> used to, uh, speaking of your refrigerator thing, you just reminded me. I used to do this thing. I, I was, you know... Uh, low carb before it was cool yeah when i was a kid i just take like a piece i cut off a piece of cheese and just put some miracle whip in between the two slices of cheese and then eat that i think i've done that too we're gross gross. now we have uh, ranch ranch dressing a savory creamy american salad dressing tell me more usually made from buttermilk salt garlic onion mustard herbs and spices spices this is a mayonnaise based sauce kent most of the time. The ingredient that makes ranch dressing white is titanium dioxide, which also gives skin products their white appearance, especially sunscreens and paint. It depends which version you're using, Kent, because I'm using the pure form of Hidden Valley ranch dressing. Uh, I'm past Hidden Valley. Hidden Valley is so 2002. No, I actually am past Hidden Valley. Oh, are you too? <laughs> yes. No, like, we all get it, right? Oh, in the, but in the, I actually in the don't bottles, like it anymore. Homemade, it's actually really Homemade, good. it's delicious. Homemade, it's real good. Yes. The bottles, something has uh, gone wrong because I don't like it as much anymore. The only thing I like from Robin Tino's is ranch. Mm. Yeah. Uh, why Why is uh, restaurant, restaurant ranch? ranch so much better? Because they, they use uh, buttermilk. And like a lot of the bottled ones don't use it as much because it's not as, uh, it doesn't, yeah. it's not oh. shelf life is less. Well, yeah, for a while at my house, we were doing the, the ranch packets, um, you know, adding a little bit of buttermilk, whatever. It, it is phenomenally better. Yes. However, it, you're seeing mold in like three or four days. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. Of course, not in my house. It goes real fast. I do want to bring well, up th- the fact I that don't have 900 children. The reason it's called <laughs> ranch dressing is because, well, let me, let me give you, back in the 1940s, there was a guy named Steve Henson who, from Nebraska, no, stay with me here, from Nebraska, moved to Alaska. Okay. And he was a plumbing contractor. And so a lot of details. For, to keep his, work, his uh, workers Nebraska happy. Nebraska, Alaska. Yeah. I'm just bringing it this sounds up. Sounds like a Caucasian yeah. version of the Fresh Prince. <laughs> <laughs> in West Anchorage, born and raised. No, so he had workers and he wanted to keep them happy uh, up, there, up there in Alaska. So he made mm-hmm. this new dressing for them. And then when he came back down to California and he made his fortune, he bought a ranch called the Sweet Rider Ranch and changed it to Hidden Valley Ranch in 1956. And then he started having a menu there at this working ranch where people come visit where he had this ranch dressing. It was this like traditional, you're on a so ranch. So just a uh, dressing of the house. Yeah, it was That's the house works. dressing was yeah. the ranch dressing. And then people liked it so much that it started becoming like, okay, well, we'll make our own ranch dressing elsewhere. And the name ranch, there was a whole court case, but he kind of lost it. And then since anyone can use the name ranch now. 
Name one savory food that's ruined by ranch. You can't. Pizza, great. Fries, mm, great. Yeah. Vegetables, yep. great. Buffalo yep. wings, amazing. Yep. You can't. It's so good. Mm. Ranch is amazing. That said, it's definitely a tier three. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. This is the tieriest one. Come on. Serious. <laughs> ranch has been the best selling salad dressing in the United States since 1992 when it overtook Italian. So oh, since oh. the early 90s, Ranch dressing is the most popular in the United States, and with good reason because it's delicious. It's tier one, so good. At the Sizzler Salad Bar, we had uh, there was the kiwis. S- the There's s- kiwis. You put kiwis in my ranch. In the ranch. We had the the short uh, the short little buckets uh-huh. for like Italian because people didn't have that, and then we had the the deeper buckets. Yeah. So you had the longer ladles. Oh, that's clever. And then we would have two of the deeper buckets of ranch. And I still was, when I, I, my very first job at Sizzler was refilling the salad bar. Mm-hmm. And 85% of that job was refilling the ranch. Yeah. People went nuts for it. Yeah. It was so good. It's so Tier good. Is, one. is this the best sauce? I think it, while it may not be our individual favorite sauce, I feel like if, uh, if we're members of a family, like I'm like mustard, but my last name's ranch. Is, yeah. Is it like the, the king by ancestry and lineage? Yes. Like <laughs> we should all just kind of respect it, even though it may not have the power it's our, anymore. It's our common law favorite yeah. sauce. Yes, <laughs> for sure. It's a common law favorite. It's Commonwealth. I think because it, it is it is the most generally recognized as delicious. Everybody we salute you, ranch. Let me let me ask you this: Do you, will you ever go and get have a, like a salad if you have multiple you know uh, uh, salad dressing options? Yeah. Do you ever not pick ranch because you don't want to be basic? When I'm on yeah. a diet, I don't do ranch. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. There oh. are times where I'm like, well, everybody else is picking ranch, so I guess I'll grab Thousand Island. Have you guys ever accidentally mixed up ranch and blue cheese and then got blue cheese on your salad? You hate blue cheese, though. I like blue cheese. I like blue cheese. It, blue cheese is the imposter. Like, you're like, oh, this is ranch. And you're like, what? It's like, this ranch has turned. Wear mold. Yeah. I like, I like blue cheese, but the best uh, combination for me is... Ranch dressing with blue cheese crumbles. You know what's the it. best? You go to Chuckarama. I know we haven't done this show yet, but you go to any buffet and you get that you get that salad plate. And the ranch is the glue that holds that all together. Yeah. Oh, quite boy. literally. I used uh, for a while there. I was doing this little combination of like all ranch with a swirl of French on it at my salad. Oh, bar. there we go. That's pretty fancy. Yeah, I sociopath. Fancy. What are you doing? It's good. <laughs> oh, take it easy. So it's tier one. <laughs> yeah, we all said tier one. We all said tier what one. What can we say about Although, ranch? Can we spend I, I 10 say, minutes on ranch? There is variation, though. Like like you said, the bottled stuff is a lot of times not as good. And then you go to a steakhouse and you're like, steakhouse ranch? Steakhouse yes, ranch yes, is yes, so yes, yes, good. Yes. Italian place. Yes. Italian yes. places have great ranch. Yeah. Oh, man. Hungry. I love it so much. But uh, I would eat a spoonful of ranch right now. Uh, Hidden Valley uh, is maybe the most overrated ranch at this point. I don't know. Because it's, it's widely changed. available. I don't know if it's changed over the years. Well, we grew up. No, Maybe. no, no. I, I think the recipe has changed, and they're trying to like cut back and. Yeah. There, are, there are other bottled uh, ranches at a grocery store that that are far superior. Yep. All right, but if you do like Hidden Valley, make it yourself. Tasty. What more can we say? I'd like to just get the rest of the show. The ranch it. show. <laughs> Save <laughs> it for our ranch tearing show, and we try all the different <laughs> bottled sauces. There's like three. Oh. There's like seven. We're gonna eat so many carrots. Now we have relish. A relish is a cooked and pickled product made of chopped vegetables, fruits, or herbs, which is a general term. We're, we're talking, we're pickle, talking relish pickle relish, which pickle is generally uh, sweet or dill pickle relishes that are chopped pickles with the sauce. Do you guys eat relish on a hot dog? No. No. I Not have. I, I didn't used to up until about three years ago, but like Chicago dogs with relish and everything else, kind of good. I feel like I'm about to enter into my relish phase of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's actually when it happened for me. <laughs> yeah. when I was about your age. Yeah. The, the, uh, the last time I had a hot dog, I was like... I'm going to try relish on it. And I've it was been, fine. I've been burned too many times by sweet Wait, relish. Why? Because it was sweet. I hate sweet pickles I think I'm op- so much. Yeah. I think I'm opening my heart to sweet relish. And sweet what? Pickles. Captain Miracle Whip? 
You hate sweet things? <laughs> Not sweet pickles. Sweet okay. pickles. Pickles are absolutely disgusting. Don't you so dare you compare got, those. You to, got tricked. You're like, don't you dare compare those to Miracle Whip. You're like, Whip. what a deal. And then you get a sweet. Yeah, that that's Captain Miracle Whip. <laughs> Says the guy who was bashing on ketchup five seconds ago because it's sweet. It's too sweet. It's too weird. Uh, there are some burgers, however, I think Carl's Jr., the famous star, has relish on it, and that's completely acceptable. I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a fan Animal of relish. Animal-style relish? Are we calling that relish? The I one mean, that's, to, that's just Thousand Island. And it announced. That's true. Thousand Island is just fry sauce with relish in it. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the reasons I don't like Thousand Island as much. That's one of the reasons, Relishy. and this is going down the road, but tartar sauce is basically mayo and relish. Mayo and relish. Right. We, uh, the very first job I ever had was a mom-and-pop burger place. And they actually didn't put just ketchup on the burgers. It was a ketchup relish sauce. They describe it in Wikipedia as a pickled cucumber jam. I, yeah, that's totally what it is. That is exactly what it is. And that's a, as unappealing as it sounds. It is a tier three. Tier me. three. It only goes on one food. And even then, it's not that good. It's tier three. There are people going to hate us for that. Because some people are like need relish on their hot but dogs. But Chicago dogs are good. They, they relish it? <laughs> so many puns. Next up, we have salsa. Salsa. This is so generic. Though the word salsa, salsa means basically any sauce in Spanish. Uh, in English, it refers to specifically to these Mexican table sauces, especially to the chunky tomato and chili-based pico de gallo, as well as salsa verde. It generally stays in its lane, though, right? Mexican food, chips and salsa. Yeah. Burritos. Although ones, salsa right? is not... I found out that's more of a Mexican-American thing, is the salsa Go with on. chips. Oh, good news. We're in America. Generally speaking, yeah. they, put it, they, they put it on their tacos and burritos, but they didn't like yeah. dip chips in it. That's more of a thing kind of that came up up here. It's it's an anxiety thing we do while we're waiting for our burritos. I love that meme that's been going around. It's like, hey, do you want 12 tortillas? No. Are you insane? What if I cut them up in pieces and fried them? <laughs> <Yep>. Yes. <laughs> Bring them to Give me. me those. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a big old side of guacamole. I think I eat more salsa than I eat anything else on this list because I eat so much Mexican food. Really? That it's just always there. It's it's a welcome it's uh, a crowd appetizer. Pleaser. For sure. Mild, medium, hot. I'm I'm a mild guy. Give me the good flavors. I don't really need Medium the is the good flavors. You're missing out. Oh yeah, it's you. Okay. Yeah, I, I just can't. checking. I just okay. I literally can't all die. You guys remember, <laughs> die. remember in nineteen ninety two when ranch passed up Italian dressing? Yeah. In nineteen ninety two, the dollar value of salsa sales in the United States exceeded those of tomato ketchup. Wow. It was in the early 90s that salsa overtook ketchup. Is that when they started running them paste pecani commercials? New York City. <laughs> Get a rope. <laughs> uh, this is, however, the most dangerous sauce we have on our list here. The World Health Organization is very concerned about the preparation of salsa because it is a raw vegetable. It's, it's a lot dish. of, uh, you know, if the, the surface contaminants are mixed all up in there. It's the same problem that we have with ground beef. Well, and also, you know, you, you, okay. you, you chop up these ingredients, you put them together and you get this delicious fresh mm-hmm. salsa. But if they're not prepared correctly, you yep. can have like E. coli on there. Uh-huh. In addition, a and lot it gets of... gets mixed all up in there. A lot of restaurants just kind of leave salsa out and don't refrigerate uh-huh. it. And that oh. also can contribute to bacteria growth. Like you need to make sure that you're worth it, though. that you are preparing your salsa in a safe yeah. manner, that you're storing it in the refrigerator. And also if you use fresh lime juice or fresh garlic, that can help prevent the growth of salmonella. Really? Okay. That, 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 huh. that's Homemade salsa is so good. It is really it good. It never disappoints. My sister makes hey, a fantastic salsa. My wife salsa. does this thing and uh, it's, I've come to, to really appreciate it. It's quite delicious. One of her favorite snacks is to get uh, um, some homemade uh, salsa from my mm-hmm. mother-in-law. It's a wonderful salsa. She'll put it in a bowl with a bunch of cheese and then microwave that. Yeah. Warm it up and then like and then just dip chips in that. Yeah, that's perfect. It is the best. It is the best. So good. Warm is. salsa is superior. It's surprisingly so. Because I'm yeah. I'm a cold salsa guy and I went to a restaurant once and they had the warm salsa with the melted cheese on top, and I'm like, I'll try it. And then I went, No, that's you good. You judge the establishment really by the salsa they give out with the chips. Oh, totally. Yeah, sure. right. 
Uh, it's, it's interesting and too. It's when not you've free. Like, we got that <laughs> stuff that's in a bottle, but when you sit down, we're going to give this other thing in a cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, we're would, all saying I it's tier one, one though. Cup. Yes. Two. Tier one? Tier one. Two, two. <gasps> got bumped. Because <sighs> your tummy? I'm, Zach, no, no. It got just the, it got the tummy Zach bump? just got bumped. I'm sorry. When, when, I, fault. When, I, uh, when I arrived at the baking cave today, I had not solidified my list. And Kent terrified me when he walked in the room. And he terrified me because I was so deep in thought on I, what I said, to do about said, salsa. Hello, Zach. <laughs> he, I, was, I was jumped out of my skin with fear because I was so intently focused on what to do about salsa. This was the hardest choice of my list. Well, you made the wrong choice. And I got bumped it here, too. Wow. For mayonnaise. Mayonnaise is easy. <laughs> you ever had mayonnaise and salsa put together? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try it. I think it, Don't. Could, it could be good. Next up, we have soy sauce. Traditionally made from a fermented paste of soybeans, roasted grain, brine, and some mold. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's liquid mold. It's salt. It takes, it takes six months to a year to ferment properly. Yeah. Well, and they, they did this to kind of stretch out their salt. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they make it, like, use in other things. It's recognized for its pronounced umami taste. Yes. Which is good. And then also, uh, this came from, like, 2,000 years ago during the Western Han Dynasty of ancient China. And it can be stored at room temperature. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But it retains its flavor better if kept out of direct sunlight. It's like a gremlin. Don't give it direct sunlight. <laughs> uh, most everything in a dry food store should be Should I feed it after midnight? <laughs> don't feed your soy sauce after midnight, Ken. And don't get it wet. I'm going to break all these rules. Wait, it's wet already? No, Ken, if you do that, it turns into teriyaki sauce. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Uh, yes. I know uh, this is soy sauces. We think of it kind of a general soy sauce, but mm-hmm. they are made in different cultures and have different uh, tastes depending on where they come from. When I was a kid, I could not have white rice on its own. I thought it was too boring unless soy sauce was covered. Sure. Which makes perfect uh, sense to me. The, the white rice. And now I cannot eat sushi unless there is so much soy sauce. Yeah. So much? So much. It's, well, it's you, like know, an you, you dip the little bum of the uh, sushi in. Yeah. Sushi bum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you dip it in. That's gross. <laughs> you drop it there. Why, how do you make it, everything delicious? Do you, just, do you just leave it there? Let it soak all in? <laughs> no, just a little bit. You know, yeah. just kind of like tap it. And then tap your sushi bum. Tap your sushi bum. Why? Why? But without it, I couldn't eat sushi because it adds the right amount of like sodium to the sushi. Well, and you got to watch out for this one too. This is one of the sneaky gluten things. It's one of the reasons gluten intolerant people can't have Chinese food is because soy sauce generally contains wheat. There are versions without it, but this is one that gets Mm -hmm. people a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a tier two for me. Tier two as well. I I think it's I think it's good. I like it on on many things, but isolated to Chinese food essentially. If you get too much, it's a little overpowering. Yeah, but I do like this. Also, a tier two for me. I'm a fan, uh, specifically a Kikoman guy. Ooh, it's my favorite. You're a little Choi. You're a Kikoman. You're a Kikoman. You said Kiko man. Mm-hmm. I thought you were a mustard Indeed. man. Well, I, I thought you were so a ranch mustard, ranch mustard soy Mayo. sauce man. I mean, soy sauce isn't even in my top three, but I like it. And I have a specific, uh, you know, affinity for Kiko man. But, you know, it's good. It's tier two. Now we have sriracha. What is this magic sauce? When was the first time you had sriracha? I can't remember. 2012. I was going to say yeah. probably I only within the 10 years. There was this Mandela effect where it didn't exist. Then all of a sudden, aliens dropped sriracha. And it was everywhere. Earth, and it was everywhere. Oh, by the way, this is a type of hot sauce or chili sauce made from the paste of chili peppers, distilled vinegar, garlic, sugar, and salt. What's the food genre that sriracha originally belongs on? Asian food. Asian food. Yeah. Do you have it on any other food? Uh, I have. Like they have the sriracha mayo. It's good on wings. Uh, I've tried that as well, but I, I generally put it on Asian food. Tacos, pizza, and burgers. 
Tacos, Good huh? on everything. Yeah. yeah. Pizza? Yeah. Oh, no, I have tried it on pizza. Pepperoni pizza? Put some sriracha on top? Mm. It's so good. Lucky Slice? I do that all the time. Yeah? Yeah. This is the wild card of the competition for me. This crosses genres. It makes Panda Express taste good. And uh, honestly, you have to... <laughs> that, that deserves everything. You have to mix it in. To, like, say, say you put it in noodles. Mm-hmm. Don't eat eat this in dollops, even though it's like not oh, this too is not spicy. A this is a mix in. Yeah, you have to mix it in. Otherwise, it's just, it's just too intense. It's first produced in the 1940s by a Thai woman named Oh no, uh, Tanum Chakapak. Oh no, in, Tanum the, in the town of Siracha in Thailand. That's, oh, really? Yes, that's a town. It is, but. In the United States, sriracha is closely associated with uh, the Hui Fung Foods, the one with the rooster on it. Yeah. And it's made by, the, in 1980, this guy named David Tran. He was a Chinese immigrant from Vietnam who came here, and he's the one, and his story could be a show on its own, hmm. but he is the one who kind of, he was the alien who dropped down soy sauce, no. and it suddenly appeared this on every truly counter what in the restaurant. I remember in like 2014, they said, oh, there's a sriracha shortage, and they lied to everyone, so everyone went out and bought it, and they have it in their fridge, and they still have that same bottle. And that's uh, why we you actually don't need so to refrigerate much. it too. It's well, it, there's not much in there that can spoil. It will change color and the taste can lessen, but okay. generally speaking, it's fine on table. Zach, what are your thoughts on sriracha? I think it's pretty good. I think it's a. I think it's a little bit overrated. It's a little too I spicy. think it became. No, I don't think it's necessarily too spicy. I just think, uh, but there are many things in this world that people like liking, and I think sriracha is among them. They, they, like it's, it's popular to like it's it. Like, oh well, I'm gonna put sriracha on it, <laughs> and it, it's almost it been elevated by that. Yeah. And I think it's a little obnoxious. Restaurants <laughs> that have included sriracha in their menu uh, have been Wendy's, Applebee's, P.F. Chang's, Jack in the Box, McDonald's, Subway, Taco Bell, White Castle, Chick Fil A, Firehouse Subs, Noodles and Company, Starbucks, and Burger King. Yeah. Like this has infiltrated our society. I know. And Aliens. we're gonna stand here and watch that happen. Yeah, and I'm gonna give it a tier one. <laughs> what? Oh, of course. Yeah. It's real good. You're giving infiltration sauce a tier one? <laughs> yes. So am I. Yeah. All hell sriracha. <laughs> no, I literally... Okay, so I was... The, the sriracha shortage is real, kids. It's not real. It's real. I saw it everywhere. The prices shot up, and it was like ridiculous to get a bottle of it. And I had some Chinese food that I made, and I was like, this is missing something. And I could not find a suitable substitute I was putting like cayenne pepper sauce oh, on there. Yeah, not good. And I was trying like Tabasco, like anything. And uh-huh. then I finally got a bottle. I got my hands on a bottle of sriracha and I went, <laughs> you there it is. You off eBay for like $40 per Days bottle. Days later. No, I think I, yeah. I got it from like my sister-in-law's food storage that had been <laughs> opened, but it still tasted good. It's amazing. Yeah. So I, I enjoy this. Sriracha is a tier one. Tier two. That's fine. fair. It's fine. It's an overrated sauce for it's you. A, I, tier it, two. It's not bad. Yeah. It's fine. Tier two. Now we have sweet chili sauce. Made with red chili peppers, rice wine vinegar, sometimes garlic, sometimes fish sauce, and a sweetening ingredient such as fruit or refined sugar or honey. So I first discovered this in Australia 20 years ago. Never had it before. And it was with fish and chips. Oh. I bought this sauce and it's Mm. so wonderful. Sounds good. With nice chips. The fish, not so much. But nice, big old chips. So good. And now I put it on my hamburgers. And it kind of doesn't go with everything. But it really does have the nice kick. It's like really, it's once again, kind of like hot honey with those, those pepper flakes, uh-huh. the chili flakes. That it, It's so delightful. Just put this on your fries and you'll be happy. This, this is a sauce that I initially was like, oh, that's a tier one sauce. And my wife reminded me, she's, you, you know, you like it so much. But we only got our first bottle of sweet chili sauce in our house a couple months ago. And I, I forget about it a lot. I think this is a kind of a forgotten sauce, but whenever I have it, it's so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So nice. It's a good balance of that sweet and hot, and hot. Yeah. Iggy's, yeah. So Iggy's, they have the bread. They serve this nice warm bread and they had sweet a bowl sauce. of sweet chili so sauce. Good. Yeah. And that was where I kind of went, hello, sweet chili yes. sauce. But 
Iggy's has disappeared. And sometimes I forget about sweet chili sauce as well. It's a tier two for me. I, I wanted to give it a tier one, Kent. Don't give me that look. I'm not going to give you a look. Don't give me you, those angry I eyes. I know you want to give it a tier one, so I'm going to do it for the group. I love this sauce. Yeah, this is a bumped sauce for me. It's a tier yeah. two. I mean, this it's it's good. Yeah. I don't know that it's tier one. It is tier one. It's it delightful. Is, it is tier one. I mean, it doesn't go on everything, and I think that should kind of make it a tier two, but I love it so much. No, it is probably an under... I think it's the opposite of sriracha. I think it's yeah. underrated. Mm-hmm. I think it could be on more stuff. It's delicious. Yeah. Mm, put it on your chicken fingies. Mm, so good. Chicken fingies sounds right. Chicken tendies. They're, they're tendies. Uh, but if it goes on your fingies after, you can lick them. Yeah. Why? That's how you lick them. I go... <laughs> <laughs> Next up, we have tartar sauce. A condiment made of mayonnaise, chopped pickles, and relish, caper, and herbs <laughs> such as tarragon and dill. Why? He's gotten more and more sultry as yeah. this is happening. Yeah, with, and with tartar sauce? With tartar sauce. The only thing it goes with is... Fish sticks. By the way, it got its uh, name for you guys know what steak tartare is? Yeah. Yeah. Raw meat. Yeah. That's where it got it from because this was a sauce that was served with that initially back in the 19th century France. And then it became a sauce for chi- or for uh, fish. Fish fillet. In England. Yeah. It's I guess. fine enough on a fish fillet. It's it's pretty good on, on fish, you know, you know, fried fish, fish and chips, whatever. But come on, it's tier three. It's tier three. Yeah, absolutely. It's not yeah. Three. This is this is the relish mayonnaise mix that is not pleasing to my palate. That's gross. All right, now we have teriyaki sauce. Now this is confusing because the word for teriyaki uh, it does refer to the method of cooking, like broiling or grilling the food. But then it became kind of this in North America. It became synonymous with the teriyaki like sauce that you have the sweet the sweeter soy sauce as people call it. Sweeter soy sauce. Yeah, it's like a molasses soy sauce. Yeah, kind of like that. Pineapple juice is sometimes used yeah. in teriyaki. How do you feel about that? I am okay with it. This yeah. is one of the few pineapple exceptions where I'm like, meh, you know what? It's fine. This is one of those where it's like a fantastic marinade. So it's more of like an ingredient in things. Mm-hmm. But if you go to Mobetta's, this is a post-chicken condiment. Yeah. Like it's a great thing. I think it does Drizzle make Mo- it on there. It's a staple of Mobetta's. It's also, good. sorry, Joel, but this... And pineapple on a hamburger, yeah. super so good. good. So good. So, so mm-hmm. good. Now, I'm, I'm a big fan of teriyaki sauce. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a teriyaki steak? You know, like it's yeah. marinated with a little teriyaki sauce on top. Delicious. Again, good on the burgers, good with chicken. I mean, kind of like we talked about with barbecue sauce, you know, this is, it really shines in with meat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Oh, traditionally made with soy sauce, rice, wine, and sugar. Sounds good. It's, it's sweet, you know, reduced soy sauce. Awesome. I'm in. This is amazing. Tier one. Love tier one tier for teriyaki. One. Love teriyaki sauce. Wow. It's tier two. And we're going with a straight because I had to give it a tier three. Yeah. It got bummed down because of Kent's fault. <laughs> Once again, I don't understand the logic, but I'll take the blame. Soy sauce and teriyaki sauce are kind of almost interchangeable for me and in how much I enjoy them. Uh. But when it push came to shove, teriyaki got bumped down. Soy sauce is like the incomplete teriyaki sauce to me. Teriyaki sauce is like it's it's final. You like the tangy form. zip of teriyaki sauce? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Teriyaki sauce and Miracle Whip together. I'll try it. Oh, now we have wasabi. Similar in taste to hot mustard or horseradish. Usually served with sushi. So most wasabi sold commercially isn't actually wasabi. No, and that's the tricky thing. Yeah, it is horse like you said horseradish mustard. Uh, mustard powder and green green food coloring. Yeah, they dye it green to match because there is the, the wasabi plant which grows along stream beds in river valleys in Japan. Mm-hmm. They've been using it since the eighth century, but they can't cultivate enough for the demand, and so they just say, "Well, we'll just do Western horseradish." Why are we talking about wasabi and not actually wasabi. horseradish? 
That's um, a good question. I mean, I think fine. to uh, you know diversify a little okay. bit. They're interchangeably disgusting. Now you talk about the demand, the demand for wasabi. Um, all they need to do is just stop automatically giving it to everybody because it's not that good. It goes in the trash every single sushi plate I get. I, yeah, I, me too. I'm a sushi coward. The garlic and the the wasabi. The gin, you mean ginger? The same thing. Ginger. Yeah. Uh, whatever no, is on just, the, whatever's on that extra plate. Yeah. I just straight up eat the ginger. Oh, it's so you do? good. I love it's, it. It's a palate cleanser. I that is. I tell you what. I am uh, a guilty. Uh, sushi eater because I will specifically one time I will get some wasabi and dab it that way I make it look like I actually used it <laughs> like it wasn't for nothing yeah but yeah. it's but for nothing it, it doesn't need to be that. I would prefer it's heat, not even on my plate it's heat without the taste really I don't it's, like uh, it there you no go. it's a horrible exactly. taste yeah. for me I hate the taste of it mm-hmm. and if you go to like a really high end sushi place they actually uh, prepare it like at your table or like right by you because like guacamole it loses its flavor in 15 minutes if left uncovered real mm. real wasabi so it actually has makes sense now point. yeah but well, i don't on, like the, i don't like the taste of this one at all tier three tier unless three. unless you're trying to prank your kids at the dinner table there's no reason to have which it. i've done mm-hmm. yeah so have i it's fine <laughs> try that guacamole dad why now we have worcestershire sauce a fermented liquid condiment made of anchovies can I confess something? Including the bones of anchovies. anchovies. Go ahead. Yeah. Can I confess You're not going to bone anchovies. Yeah. My, wife said, <laughs> my wife called it. She said, you guys are going to say Worcestershire weird for like five minutes. Um, <laughs> hey, that was like two minutes. <laughs> but we've Honey been mustard. doing it this whole show. <laughs> yes. Uh, so I didn't know that Worcestershire was, was all those ingredients. Because I have oh, yeah. no idea what this sauce well, is. Well, the original ingredients in a bottle of Worcestershire sauce were barley malt vinegar, spirit vinegar, molasses, sugar, salt, anchovies, terramine, Dextract shallots, garlic, spices, and flavoring. Does this ever go bad because we still have the same bottle in our fridge? You do need to refrigerate this one. Joel, I think this is only on the list because of you, because only you use this as a condiment. Yeah. Oh, Ooh. I don't even know what this is used on. Really? I, I know I know it's as used both a background things. flavor and a, let's go to Wikipedia, source all knowledge. Uh, sure, sure, go on. As both a background flavor and a source of umami. Uh, it is now at which means savory, kind of mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah, it is now added to dishes that historically did not contain it, such as chili con carne and beef stew. So it's in those in the back. In them, yeah. But it is also used directly as a condiment on steaks, hamburgers, and other finished dishes, and to add flavor to cocktails such as the Bloody Mary and Caesar. We did uh, at Sizzler have some bottles of Worcestershire, and every once in a while, people would ask for them, like a steak sauce. Yeah, my wife literally will will drizzle this on her roast. Like if we have a beef roast, she's going to drizzle it on there i don't like that i don't <laughs> like this sauce very much uh, really? when, when i was uh, briefly for like the 15 minutes i was in culinary school um, every soup we ever made was like you got to have lemon juice tabasco uh, or cholula and worcestershire like had to be in there yeah I, I still don't know what it adds to the whole equation same i don't really care for it all that much i've had it on its own and went why would i have this again and it's a tier three yeah it's a tier three Oh, no, this is a tier two for me because I have tried it on, on meats and it is a very good addition. This is a definite add in any chili batch I make. Uh, this is a and sure. granted, that's that's pre an ingredient. But I do think this has a very good taste to it. And it's like it's like an American soy sauce. It's sure. like that hearty no, English don't, soy sauce. Don't dumb us down I, that I way. Come res- on. I can respect it as an ingredient, but not as a condiment. Yeah. If oh. it was an American soy sauce, the name would be easier to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, like worsty sauce. By the way, according to company tradition, they said when the first recipe mixed, it was so strong, they thought it was inedible, so they put it in a barrel and abandoned it in the basement. And then, 18 months later, they decided to test it or do something with it again, and they realized the fermented sauce had mellowed and was now palatable. Uh, <laughs> making it Three sound people more died more making that Worcestershire sauce. Yeah. But it's actually, a, a, for an anchovy sauce, very good. <laughs> for <laughs> Here's my little bar. It's pretty good. Well, when I found out anchovies, I was like, what? No, I'll never eat it again. Then I was like, nah, I still need it in this chili. Yeah. I still need it on this roast. For our final condiment on this Ooh, list. What do we got? What do we got? We picked bum, magical bum. sauce, a sauce that glows in the dark. <laughs> this is yellow mustard. Yeah. Made entirely with the less pecan, yellow mustard seeds, and a high proportion of vinegar, it is a very mild prepared mustard colored bright yellow from the inclusion of turmeric powder. Mustard seeds turmeric? were once turmeric. believed to turmeric. ward off evil spirits. Northern Europeans used to put them around the house. to uh, Mustard you know, seeds? Yeah, mustard seeds. Oh, makes sense. And it's also very good for a diet. No calories, and it has about 30% protein. Yeah. That's a uh, good sauce. Yeah, that is a good sauce, right? actually. And, and it's so versatile as well, I think. For example? Like, you can put this on a sandwich, of course. Totally. It goes great on there. But also, uh, I mean, actually, most hot meats, you could put a mustard on. But then you mix a mustard with a barbecue sauce, mm -hmm. and it's like, oh, that's good. You add honey to it, and you're like, oh, to yellow mustard. yeah. And it's good as well. Mm. Like there's something about this that's very versatile, and you can put it in potato salads. You could put it uh, in salad dressings as well. Some people do. Mm -hmm. um, first time used on a hot dog was at the 1904 St. Louis World's Fair, and to me, it is a staple for a hot dog. Yeah, I want mustard on my hot dog. If it's just ketchup, it's not a hot. It's not like what I want. If it's just mustard, not what I want. Combination of the two, that's best for me. Yeah, I, I've never liked mayo on any sandwiches growing up. And so mustard was like my only choice because you need a sauce or a dressing on a sandwich. Mm -hmm. And so I was just raised with it. So yeah. my love, like my love has grown with yellow mustard, even though that's so basic. It it's very, yellow mustard. I think it's, it's basic. Is but it it's basic also, or is it patriotic? It, patriotic. <laughs> thank you very much. It, but I feel like ketchup is basic in that it's a much more mellow and just kind of okay. sweet flavor. Sure. Where mustard has that, that zing to it. Like, like you taste the zip of mustard. But a zing... That is controversial because a lot of people don't like it. Yeah. Well, I think you don't like it when you're a kid and then you like kind of your palate grows into mustard and you mm -hmm. realize, oh, this, no, no. this offers more fun. Your taste buds die down and you need something stronger is what happens. Sure. There. That's what it is. That's but why no. older people like the brown mustard. Mustard's amazing. I love mustard <laughs> so much. <laughs> but I mean, actually, giving you're back the, to tumbling mustard. I'm giving yellow mustard a tier one because it is one of those additions that I look forward to putting on sandwiches and hot dogs and, and all sorts of things. Zach? Ranch is the best condiment, but mustard is my favorite condiment. This is an easy tier one. I love it. I'm going to go get some right now. I am shocked. I was sitting here going, they're going to they're gonna make fun of me when I say mustard is a tier one. And here yeah! you guys are giving it a tier it one. Yellow, yellow mustard. We yellow need to clarify. Mustard specifically two other mustards on is here. Is a tier one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I think yellow mustard is tasty. So I'm glad we all agree, and I'm glad we're all so patriotic. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Uh, French is for the win, by the way. Oh, yeah. French is yours? Smile. Well, I mean, French's. it's hard to mess up yellow mustard. No, well, I mean, the Heinz one is fine, yeah. but the French's is better. I mentioned this on a previous show. I tried to make my own mustard once, my own yellow mustard once with some mustard seed and vinegar and water and yeah. kind and? of followed a recipe. About killed my wife with it. Oh, yeah. No, it's very strong. Don't. So, yeah. Lovely. Yeah. All right. With that, we are done with our list. Would you like to, to hear where we uh, lined up? Please. Yes, please. All right. We agree on the following. Tier one, barbecue sauce. Lovely. Of course. Yeah. Great. Tier one, ranch. Yep, of course. Tier one, yellow mustard. 
That's it. That's okay, all those we agree on. The tier That's it. Do we agree on any tier threes? Yeah, well, we were we were close on a couple of tier ones. Uh, can't tank fry sauce for us, Joel. Mm. Uh, uh, no, it's tier two. However, I tanked salsa, sriracha, and buffalo sauce. Ah, mm. so no. Now we did agree there was one unanimous tier two, oh, which soy was sauce. soy sauce. So soy sauce that officially is about right. the yeah. most mid yeah. of our condiments, yeah. and we agreed. On the tier three, cocktail sauce, relish, tartar sauce, and wasabi. And I, oh, that's that's we're smart. Yeah, we are very good. smart. Those are yeah. those don't go sound good. Those Although are people are going to disagree with us, and we hope that you do uh, agree or disagree with us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. We enjoy hearing your feedback. We want to hear from you, so let us know on those platforms if you agree with our condiment rankings or if you have your own sauce preferences. All right, before we go, we'd like to thank a few patrons. So from the I Am The Listener category, we have Taylor Sanderson, Sir and Madam Hicks, Scott Sprague, Ryan M. Gnarly, Rocky and Steph, Lady Terry A. Finley, Juice the Kula King Swallow, Jennifer Kilkowski, Dave Kelly, Casey Cummings, Briggs is Hot, Angela Plotz, Andrew's Doing a Big Jump, and Adam and Rachel Crump. And from the Bacon Council, we have the one, the only, Chris Anderson, Stephen, everyone's favorite Ross, Star Wars expert Kyler, our favorite couple, the Matsons, Nicole D. Kale, Fish and Chips Are Delicious is a name... That's a name. I disagree, disagree, Mr. Vasker. Thanks, Jonathan. And then we also have Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, Glow Clan Daniel, Debbie Foster, and Beaker. Thanks, patrons. Thank you, patrons. You are the Worcestershire to our sure. (laughs) The the Worcestershire to our sure. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They perform at the Midvale Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kenny3DD. You can read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. Mustard. But more importantly, that's make where sh- it comes from. <gasps> oh. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale. Please like that Facebook page and visit at Bacon Sale on Twitter and Instagram. After you've done that, visit tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some merch. We love to see it. And then if you like what's going on here and you want to support us further, visit patreon.com slash bacon sale. Support starts at just $3 a month. You can get access to all sorts of fun behind the scenes goodies and tales of Kent's travels. It's very fun. Keep it to Sweden. Very. Patreon.com slash bacon sale. So until next time, justice for butter! <laughs> Gentlemen. Still a hot Gentlemen. Dog. Stop <laughs> bickering amongst ourselves. <laughs> you have a hot dog. You put ketchup on it, weirdo. How do you know bacon sells out of ideas? Well, we did specific <laughs> brands of sauce. First, we started with general condiments. <laughs> then we went specific. Mayo chup? Kent, we had like six <laughs> vinegars on there. It's good on meat. It's good on more meat. It's good on other meat. <laughs> We're so excited about barbecue sauce. I'm so hungry. Yeah, you think you're biting into chocolate chips and you get Dijon mustard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we got over the personal sauce attacks. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever mentioned bread on Bacon Cell before, but bread. Oh, butter is welcome all the time. Justice for butter. Justice for butter. We all know that you think that mayo is the stuff that comes out of your face. I know. <laughs> Whoa, well, come on. We're having such a good time. I love honey mustard so much, I nicknamed my wife after it. Blessed relief for mother and the other women in the household. It's half of my second greatest fear. I wake up in the morning, just go over to Ken's house, that, ring the doorbell. I'm hurt. He opens the door, and I'm just sitting on his doorstep eating ketchup and I don't eggs know why. We with a shark behind me. Wait. We're gross. We salute your ranch. What? Captain Miracle Whip? You hate (laughs) sweet things?
Should I feed night? it after midnight? <laughs> don't feed your soy sauce after midnight, Ken. <laughs> and don't get it wet. I'm going to break all these rules. Wait, it's wet already? No, Ken, if you do that, it turns into teriyaki sauce. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. Do you dip the little bum of the uh, sushi in? Yeah. The sushi bum? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you dip it in. That's gross. <laughs> you drop it there. Why, how do you make it, everything delicious you gross? Just, you just... <laughs> You're giving infiltration sauce a tier one? <laughs> I don't understand the logic, but I'll take the blame. Try that guacamole. Dad, why? For an anchovy sauce. Very good. <laughs> For <laughs> Here's my little bar. It's pretty good. Fingies on the hand, tendies in the hand. I'm a grown adult man.